I'm Chef McPherson, and I listen to Sci-Fi Saturday Night. And I also put on a doctor's outfit and drink tiki drinks. Thank you. We will begin a mass invasion. We'll tell your people to surrender now and avoid war. It is now time for us to put Earth under our rule. It's your sacred duty to tell us the truth. Confess, confess that we've been guilty of witchcraft. You expect me to believe that you can overrun the entire world? We cannot be defeated. We have never been defeated. That is the message to bring your people. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Five by Saturday night. It is Tallcast number 119, and it's your favorite way to die tonight here on Sci-Fi Saturday Night, deep in Area 51, eating Yanator. Oh, yeah. Well, that actually worked. Eating Yatiamori. I am the dome. Yeah, I know. Okay. Screw it. <laughs> Whatever that Screw was. Screw it. I've blown the opening. Screw it. Let's just go <laughs> on. Joining the talk cast tonight, the usual suspects in the Revere Time Vortex suicide booth, our pretty Princess Kriana. Bite my shiny metal ass. And from the stacks of her personal silence zone in the dank dungeon reading room, in bed dying of old age is the way she's going, it's Sombrarian. I outlive all of you! Ha 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 ha! I win! From the Four Color Vault <laughs> Comics. In Manchester, New Hampshire, impaling himself on a rack of sharpened pencils, it's Illustrator X. Make a lick a high, make a hiney ho. <laughs> and his lovely ingenue deciding death by chocolate is preferable to virtually anything, it's the dead redhead. Hi, Punxsutawney! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, it was, uh, what's his That's name? Oh, yes, yeah, Awake by Java will not be joining us tonight. He's at the Moose Jaw Saskatchewan lingerie show. And, uh, <laughs> Those bounty hats us. really get me going. Uh, joining us tonight. <laughs> with ears and LL Bean 10 sizes. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> joining us tonight. This week's guests, Pam Larson and Mary Dumas, are a part of a crew that is launching a new anime, animated, animated, anime, 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 oh, son of a bitch! Anime, <laughs> anime, anime, somebody please hit the dome. <laughs> um, there was a young girl from oh, Nantucket. Oh, God. <laughs> Somebody turn him off and turn him back on again. <laughs> Trust me, that's been tried. I've been kickstarted twice already tonight. This week's guests, Pam Larson and Mary Dumas, are launching a new anime sci-fi convention called Nauticon in Provincetown, Massachusetts, May 18th through the 20th. We'll be talking about that. Mary, Pam, welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of the slight, you know, the, the real professional way we start this show. We, we should just so call it, like, it. Slutty Drunk Show at this point. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll start the week. That's for sure. <laughs> well, 
I, I think we're going at this point. Nice. We could, we could do the panel on the worst possible way to do a podcast and still make it good. How's that? That's perfect. <laughs> I'll show up. Just prop me up. It wouldn't be difficult. We'll have a, but in any we'll case. have a hand-drawn cardboard cutout of X. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start the show as we always do every week after the silliness with this week's Facebook poll. Madame Dead Redhead, you are on. Yes, and this week what we asked everybody is who's the sexiest sci-fi heroine? And we had quite a few answers on there, but since we're doing our, our top three, in third place coming in is your lover. She's that... British uh, secret agent Catwoman. slash artist who who used to wear the hottest clothes, including like leather outfits with dog collars with spikes coming out of them. Connor Blackman, Emma no. Peel, the character of Emma Peel from the Avengers. No, not the Marvel. Thank the you. Emma Peel from the Avengers. And we're not talking about the movie reboot of it either, are we? No, we're not. We, we are, are not. never talking about that. We should never talk about the re- re- reboot. That's very true. Coming in at number two for all of our gamers who decided to get on there and made sure that they are being heard. Number two is Laura Croft. Anti-gravity oh, yeah. boobs for the win! <laughs> <laughs> And I do wish Java was here because he and I could enjoy this together. Number one is that the greatest heroine of all time, Wonder Woman! Yay! Yay! (laughs) Fighting for our rights in her satin tights. (laughs) (laughs) Sexy satin tights. You know, I was actually pleased to see a, a a couple of names on there. I was really... Happy to see Zoe Washburn on there. Oh my god, she is so hot. And and She Hulk, which is, you know, becoming one of my personal favorites. Really? She Hulk yeah. Uhura. And Uhura made it too for yeah. another people. You know, I think it's interesting, you know, some of our polls you just get two or three that just all the votes go to them, but this was one of the ones that it's like there was what, twenty or thirty write ins? Wait, wait, yep. wait. Is it new Uhura or old Uhura? Unknown. Uh, a good question, but no, unknown. There was no differentiation. Because Nichelle Nichols, hello. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, I mean, even uh, even Ripley got a vote, which I thought was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batgirl, both the librarian and superhero, yay team. <laughs> Oh, librarians. <laughs> hey, what about that girl from the librarian movie? She was hot. No, she wasn't. No, she wasn't. <laughs> she was kind of hot. Oh, so my Brandon, God. Who no. did you vote for? Who did I vote for? Zombrarian. Yes. What? Yes, don't Zom- vote it for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I voted for Laura Croft and also, also Amy. Yeah. Amy is super Amy sexy. Oh, my. So Redhead's cool. We already have one planned for next week, and we will have that up, and it's going to be a really fun one. Uh, is that next week that's Valentine's? No, the week after that. We will have our big Valentine's poll. So. Valentine's poll. Yeah. Yes. Valentine's yeah. <laughs> 
anti-Valentine's Day. If it's, if it's what's the best sci-fi couple, I nominate me and Zombarian. Oh. You mean it's not it's not the dead redhead with her illustrator X? Close second. Oh. <laughs> you mean it's not the dome and Harley Quinn? No. <laughs> you actually have to be a couple. What did we tell you about being creepy? Hey, hey, what hey, hey. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I got to nominate count, the though. doctor in River. The doctor in River. That's there you go. I don't know. I kind of find that mildly creepy. That's a I really like creepy that. couple. Why is it creepy? Oh, wait. that I was thinking about a different doctor in River. <laughs> I was thinking the Tams, and I was like, ew, incest. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's no, no. I did that on purpose. Well, it's, it's kind of interesting because Alex Kingston, who is River Song, uh, in an interview this week, talked about her possible return. And I was kind of concerned about the concept of possible. Really? I, because I'm, I'm kind of, like, done with her. Oh, no, yeah. not at all. You and I are no longer on oh, You know what? I, I think that we can uh, put the 11th Doctor era to rest. He's not done, though. Apparently. Apparently? Well, no, he'll always have a job at the Daily Planet uh, as copy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you mixing up Doctor Who and Smallville again, Alex? I know. He does this periodically. I'll get his medication. I said it before. I say it again. The 11th Doctor is Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> no. This is our cool, Mr. Kent. No. He's not even Lord. like that a little bit. Oh, Lord. No, it's the bow tie thing. He sees one thing and that's it. He's fixated on it. I know. He didn't even get the fez or the stats in. Evidently not. <sighs> but it's interesting... In that Alex Kingston is shooting right now uh, upstairs, downstairs. Yes. Uh, And what? Left, right, up, down, east. Upstairs, downstairs. She's shooting the remake of the '80s shows. Oh no! It's still it's still very big in the BBC. It's the second second reboot on the BBC. I will get to Miss Ellie right away. And. When it when asked whether or not she's going to reprise River Song, she said, "Well, the reality is that this series does not shoot at the same time that Doctor Who shoots," and she just left it there. Hey, hey, Zombarian, I I need a word check: reprise or reprise? Go. I always thought reprise, but we could Google it. Let's Google it. That's your job. It's now. reprise. All right, this is now a dispute. Okay, be- before we go anywhere else, then, can I throw something in really to- fast? Is this a random throw-in? Oh. Go for no, it. No, it is on the list, but... Throw Happy it. birthday, Bob Shaw! Happy birthday, Bob Shaw! Happy birthday, Bob Shaw and Brent Spiner. And oh, Brent yes. Spiner. Yes. Brent Spiner Happy is birthday, now Bobby. something or other years old, and uh, Bob Shaw, congratulations on being 1,000 years old. <laughs> I was gonna guess twenty-five. No, I Brent Spiner, that Tony Award-winning actor. (laughs) Screw Brent Spiner. Mm. You hear that, Bob Shaw? There's your your birthday instructions. (laughs) (laughs) Now go find Will Wheaton. 
<laughs> but speaking of friends of the show, <laughs> um, we do want to remind people that uh, the Grand State Comic Con, speaking of a convention theme tonight, uh, Grand State Comic Con tickets have gone on sale now. We will have the link up on our website. And you can definitely expect to see the Sci-Fi Saturday Night cast there. I believe it's June 10th this year. Sweet. I believe it is. I believe it is, too. And, and to see. interject with a verdict, Merriam-Webster says that it can be either reprise or reprise. I if you want to be wrong, it's reprise. But uh, reprise is the first pronunciation. Oh, so it's more right, the best kind of right. <laughs> oh, my. Except for technically right. You know what, Kriana? Once again, you're just being old school. You're not cutting edge like me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'll try to catch up with you at some point. Okay. Ditch Don't the hurt yourself. <laughs> hey, I will throw another dictionary at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, Speaking of throwing words, yes. X, what is this about anybody who happens to be in Manchester and likes to read the Hippo Press? Oh. Why, that's true. Uh, as you know, uh, a good chunk of the Sci-Fi Saturday Night cast are based in New Hampshire, and uh, the biggest newspaper in New Hampshire that actually matters is the <laughs> Hippo Press. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. And they are doing their best of 2012 thing, and we're just asking all of our listeners to write in best podcast, Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Well, you don't actually have to be from New Hampshire to do that because oh, you, you have don't. to go to their website right. and take the survey. So no. if somebody's in, oh, I don't know, San Antonio, Texas, for example, and has just sent me a copy of their book to read because they think it's really cool and they'd like me to read it, if they would go and vote for us oh my on the God, <laughs> All right, we had a talk about being creepy already. Come right. on. <laughs> We'd also like all, we know our listeners are very scientific, and uh, if they, by the time this episode posts on Saturday, uh, the Boston Phoenix po poll will be closed. But if you get a time machine and go back to Thursday the 2nd, you will still have time to vote in the Boston Phoenix poll and write in, best area podcast, Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Woohoo! Should have maybe mentioned that last week. We should have, but we didn't know about it until this week. So there you go. We're oh. just making do. Sorry, everybody. So I next year we'll be sure and remind you enough ahead of time so that we remember. There yeah. we go. Or something like that. Okay. So, speaking of useless information, DC Comics has officially run out of ideas this week. Oh, what a shock! <laughs> um... Is this supposed to be news? This is, uh, they have announced a series of Watchmen prequels. Three words. Kill me now. Suicide booth, let's go. Okay. Indeed. Two words. Blue penis. I win. <laughs> and how many times did you go back to watch the Smurfs movie? Ew. <laughs> I know Brainy does it for you, but, you know, come on. I smell but, a cosplay. Okay, so what's what's the purpose? The purpose of well, the purpose is to make a buck. There and, we go. And uh, I mean, I know DC for years have been trying to court uh, Alan Moore to come back and write sequels to Watchmen, write anything involving Watchmen, and he has repeatedly said no. Well, because it the was, first movie sucks so hard. 
He's well, just like, guys, it's done. And so... So have, who's, who's writing it? Well, they've got a number of different teams uh, writing this, drawing this. It's going to be a number of different miniseries focusing on the different characters. They're even doing a, um, like a spin-off of the pirate story, Tales of the Black Freighter. Oh, that's going to go well. Right. Right, exactly. Writing by the uh, Mitty always works. will be the one about Rorschach. Yeah, usually there's gonna be one about Rorschach. Well, I don't know. The only one that caught my eye was there's going to be one about Doctor Manhattan and Silk Spectre, written by J. Michael Straczynski and Woo-hoo. drawn by Adam Hughes. Woohoo! Now Adam okay. Hughes hasn't drawn an actual full comic book in ages because he makes billions of dollars for just drawing hot women on covers. And your problem with that is <laughs> he has now dedicated his life to drawing. Pages and pages of blue penis. <laughs> and the fun. smile on the dead redhead's <laughs> face right now. Is that fun? Is it- <laughs> I think our guests are smiling too. Yeah. <laughs> this is my rifle. This is my gun. Here we go, kids. Some people like that sort of thing, just not the majority of this podcast. He's <laughs> <laughs> all right. He's all right. <laughs> Oh my! But uh, what else happened in the week this past wow, week? Wow, that was an awful okay. segue. Torchwood's done. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, there we go. Torchwood is officially done. What? They're not going to do a wrap. They're just saying it's over. You know, it's, that that might be for the best at this point. And, and I, I disagree. Um, I think you know. Who are you going to wrap with? Well. Everybody's dead. Yeah. You've got Miles, and you've got Jack. And Jack is, in all probability, coming back for the 50th reunion of all the doctors, yada, well, yada, yada. that's good. Jack right, should. He, so see how many he can sleep with. That's exactly. awesome. Perfect. My guess is one, but that's okay. God, I, re- but I, I die, I, I regenerate. This guy comes over and sleeps with me. I die, I regenerate. <laughs> Reminds me of an entire episode from the last season of Torchwood. But that's okay. I just, ah, yes. I just don't understand how they let something as good as that was die, fail so miserably. Well, I have an answer for you. Partner with stars. Well, BBC, you know, which had great, great success with Children of Earth, just didn't want to pick it up. And I don't understand that either. But Children of Earth was just so depressing at the end. I think they're uh, just like, we're done. We can't go on with this. The Although, if, if they want to give a same. special, if they want to do a special show just with Captain Jack and and Spike's character, oh, yes. I will be so watching that. And also but, resurrect Yanto. <laughs> you, you couldn't pull me away from the television <laughs> Knew where Mary would be. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, playing with her her dolls in front of the TV. <laughs> Is that code? <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of really awkward television, I'm going to give myself a good segue for that one. Sweet. Um, last week we talked about how the CW, in addition to what ABC is, is piloting Beauty and the Beast. Yep. Oh, yes. Um, except for the CW just made it really weird and awful. Because Uh-oh. the Beast's origins are 9 11. 
Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The beast was in 9-11, and he got something injected into him, which makes him the beast. What? Oh, oh yeah. <sighs> Could you be any more classy, CW? Please, just try. Yeah, yeah, they could have got, well, no, they're, then, no, they're. And then instead of this big beast-looking thing, he's going to be, like, something off of a GQ cover, right? I don't, I don't know. I was it's going to be more Tom Brady than Ron Perlman, is this what you're saying? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I threw my oh, MacBook at that point, that. and then I needed to deal with that. Yeah. That's really sad. That is terribly, terribly sad. And you know what else is sad? Uh It's very sad for all those thousands. Thank you. You're welcome. All those those thousands of of wannabe actors who showed up to be hobbits. There were there was a casting call, and there were so many of them. The police had to start arresting people to get them out of there. Perfect. I would have been there. (laughs) I were like in New Zealand or whatever. Yeah, New Zealand. That's where they were shooting. Well, what are we going to do today? Well, we've already shagged all the sheep. But- oh, oh, they're doing a casting call. God. Be nice <laughs> to New Zealand. There are nice people in New Zealand. Both it's of them, yeah. beautiful you know. country. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. They're we saw an Occupy movement. Yeah, so they're... <laughs> Occupy Hobbit. There you go. The Occupy Hobbiton movement. <laughs> oh my god. That's a quarter of a percent. That's the best. best so before we get too political. Before we you, get too what political. What are you sitting here for? So, so I, always, I still equate the CW with the WB. I just, I can't shake it. And the yeah. WB has done something else incredibly stupid in the past <clears throat> couple of weeks. Have, have you ever heard of Have you ever heard of ElfQuest? Oh, yes. absolutely. Have Richard you ever heard of The Hobbit? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, Warner Brothers has declined to produce ElfQuest because it's too much like The Hobbit. What? Well, clearly they're they both have elves involved. So And that's about where it ends. <laughs> so <laughs> that's um too similar. I mean, God okay. forbid they um, decide they can't do another romantic comedy because, you know, there are straight people involved. It's about the same. Oh, God! Jennifer Aniston! Hey. No! <laughs> ah. Another Jennifer Aniston movie? With elves? Cool! Wait, I'm gonna go throw up somewhere. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. Hey, you know what? Uh, Almost as much as I hate Julia Roberts. Right now, there is a three-minute sneak peek of the first three minutes of the second half of uh, Walking Dead's. Yes. And I've got to tell you. Walking Dead's what? Well, Walking Dead has been second half it's, of the it's season. New, it's, new it's new year. Yeah, uh, it's new year. I don't know. I'm Se- kind of disillusioned Se- with Walking Dead. Well, here's the cool thing. The three-minute sneak peek, which is the first three minutes of the, the episode that airs coming up in the next month, has more action in it than the entire first half of the season. I'm sure, because nothing freaking happened. It was awful. It truly does. And I got to tell you, if uh, they're smart, they know how to play this and they know what to do. And the talk among the writers has been, 
Yeah, it was uh, much slower than we intended it to be, and uh, that's not going to happen again. Well, here's hoping, but they've already demonstrated repeatedly that they're not that smart. So think, speaking of things that should be scary and aren't that smart, how is yeah. that segue? Um, sure. Um, <laughs> for those of you who were fans of the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark series as children... Oh um, my god, that's totally you, the book I was talking about the other day when I couldn't remember what it was called, but I was talking yeah. about the art. You read my life. You were talking about the art, and you know what they're going to do for the 30th anniversary edition of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? What? No, no. They're having a new artist come no! in. No! And they're Is it ben replacing all of that absolutely terrifying and or nausea-inducing artwork that was such a wonderful accompaniment to those stories with toned-down versions, because these books are for kids, you know. Oh, for heaven's <sighs> sakes. Kill me now. Like, that My was, life is over. That was why I remembered those books when we were talking to Ben Templesmith. Like, That's right. Because it yep. was a very similar... Some of them were a similar style to what he was talking about. And... I thought they were cool. They were cool. They, they were. were cool. And, I can't believe you remembered what they are. The one with the spider who bites the lady's cheek. Ah, and then that was really this... scary. Yeah, that, uh, that, I didn't even read the story. The illustration kept me up for three days. Or what about the one <laughs> Wait, when guys, they bring a dog home this, from Mexico? Is this, um, is, is this some, I, I'm not familiar with this. Is this some sort of R.L. Stein Goosebumps spin No, 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 Seriously. it's scarier. No. It's scarier than that. It was like the book to have as a kid because nobody wanted you to have it because huh. they were all that scary. And I had them all. And and there's one about a dog that they brought home from China and then it starts acting really weird and biting people and then they realize it's a rat. <gasps> that's an urban legend. I don't yeah, know story a lot of them are bad. urban legends or... Like very very classic ghost stories, um, and it's actually surprisingly well written for a kids' ghost storybook. But what makes huh. it is the illustrations. Really, seriously, okay, Illustrator X, we gotta find you a copy of the original versions, and I'm gonna buy it for you because okay. they're that awesome. Wow, trust me, they are incredible. Let me borrow, borrow, Yeah, really. <laughs> So does any of them end with and hanging from the door was a metal hook? Maybe. I think there are at least three. <laughs> okay, okay. Speaking of creepy things, I came across this trailer the other day and I immediately thought of the uh, composer of our brand new themes, Rob Watts. I saw the trailer for Troll Hunter. Which if you oh, I so want to see that movie. Yeah, that looks good. If you check it out, there's a woman with a cow's tail. Um, it's I, I think it's Norwegian. Yeah, it's Norwegian, and, and the yeah. and the being is called a huldra, which you know huldu folk. Yeah. Ah. And you know it just it looks like two goofy guys who run this cleanup business all of a sudden are over their head with supernatural stuff. It looks really. Cool. There's wow. no date for United States release. It's indie. The trailer is subtitled, but it is pretty as hell. So it's uh, Jay and Silent Bob meet Buffy. <laughs> oh, good um, but Norwegian. Okay, Norwegian Jay and Silent Bob meet Buffy. <laughs> Dead redhead, could you just kind of lean over and smack him, please? 
hey, 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 hey. Thank hey. you. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it except for Ow. you. You need. To yeah, welcome just... to Sunnydale. Oh, you need to go watch it. You go need to watch go the watch trailer. the trailer. Speaking of things to go watch in, in the coming weeks, Amy Acker, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite actresses. Um, she was is, Fred. She was Fred. She was in Dollhouse. Oh, she's Fred. She, she's going to be in Grimm on this Good. week's episode, next week's episode, and on the March fourth episode of Once Upon a Time as oh, a love interest for Grumpy the Dwarf, which I think. I love Grumpy. <laughs> he's so cool. He's a great dwarf, and. Having Amy Acker on both of those shows is just wonderful. Dom, I feel like we need to like pull that comment out and post it out somewhere as a sound effect. Like, he's so cool. He's a great dwarf. (laughs) 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 He says that. Feel free. All right. I will. (laughs) What a shock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. What else we so, have in the Dome, what is this about they want to redo RoboCop again? Oh, yeah. And Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, that's what they had all the other se- uh, sequels. I mean. Yes, written by Frank Miller. <laughs> don't even have me go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk about my ex-husband right now. <laughs> Which, you know, not only has Darren Aronofsky dropped out of the project. Yeah. Uh, which means whatever credibility it might have had is now completely gone. Uh, the guy who wrote Gran Torino, okay, Nick Schrenk, is now doing the screenplay. He's the fourth guy to work on it. Okay. And it's going to be directed by Jose Padilla, who's... Is that a baseball player? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. No, you're thinking of Dustin Pedroia. However, his claim to fame was Elite Squad 2. Oh, for God's sake. Elite Squad of what? Exactly. Because so (laughs) many questions in Elite Squad 1. And dwarves. (laughs) I, I can just see, like, the execs talking to the writers about this. We we want a broader audience. We're gonna tone down the R rating. And he's not going to be a cop. He's going to be an inspector, and he's going to have gadgets. <laughs> and he's going to—he's going to have a catchphrase like he's going to go, go gadget things. Has this been done? No, no, I don't think it's don't ever think been so, done. No. But here—here's the great fun fact. Well, not in this fact. decade, anyway. <laughs> here's the great fun fact about this reboot. Okay. Nick Schrank, who is now writing it, previous writing credit. Is on the TV called The Best of Dr. Schwinkter. <laughs> what the fuck does that tell you? Wow, so they're going to trauma now for their. <laughs> <laughs> this is essentially a trauma film at this point. With dwarves! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought you said they were toning it down. Not if it's a trauma. They'll mm. just throw lots of gross stuff in it. Oh, this is just so, so, so sad. Okay, my new, oh, my yeah. new thing Before is we... going to be everything's better with dwarves. 
I was going to say, before we drift into Maylock's territory here... <laughs> I think we're already there, so yeah. let's see if we can get the hell out of it and talk about what's happening in Provincetown this summer and to talk about that are Pam Larson and Mary Dumas, who have been making snippy little comments through the entire first half of the show. <laughs> Who's that at the door? Mary, Pam. Hiya, hiya, hiya. No. Well, um, hi, I'm Mary. <laughs> and I'm Pam. <laughs> and we're here to talk about NaughtyCon. Or not con Yes, it is. Um, it's, it's kind of the boiling down of what makes a con fun, what, a ma- what makes a fan con a lot of fun is other fans. And um, that's really what we're aiming at, is, is getting all of our fan friends to come out to Provincetown uh, May 18th and 19th and 20th. Uh, we've rented the entire P-Town Inn, and we're just going to have a lot of fun. Um, the, the main thing that we're talking about with it is that there's um, it's a 21-plus convention, so you hint, won't hint. have... Not even 18, 21. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, uh, so, so you won't have any problems with, you know, presenters at the panels, starting off the panel with, is there any children in the audience? Because <laughs> there won't be. And so, of course, we can expand upon all the thoughts that you have when you think of the word not a con which is not a con, or naughty con, which is the way Pam likes to pronounce it. And now Pam can talk about that part. <laughs> Pam, talk <laughs> to us about the We have a variety of panels coming up that we're hoping to get together. Uh, a few of them that we're bouncing around is the joy of bacon, uh, because bacon is everyone's favorite porky little treat, and everyone <laughs> likes to talk about it, so why not have a panel about it? And I'm sure people will do that. And then um, Mary and I are part of our, our, our doll group, and we're hoping to have a uh, a regal tea entitled Proper Porn for Distinguished Ladies. So it's basically a place for the ladies to talk about their favorite little naughty, naughty movies that they may have hidden somewhere in their room. Um, and, and no guys are allowed. Sorry, no boys are allowed. But we're going to have a little tea and, and talk about our favorite little uh, dirty secrets. And, <laughs> and, and Pam, just so Pam can tell you, we're not talking about dolls. We're talking about the dirty old ladies, Lee. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's so much less creepy. Yes, no less creepy. Yes. Um, then there's also going to be uh, Seamus' Rum Snobbery 101, which is going to be a rum tasting. Um, it's a little extra money, but you'll be able to taste like different rums and he'll be sitting there and explaining to it and you'll open up the door at the end of this tasting and you can enjoy a nice cigar to see the sunset over the harbor and uh it's just it's just gonna be absolutely amazing uh what we have the the convention's being held at the very end of the 
the basically harbor. So you one side you have the ocean and you can see a, a lovely little lighthouse out there. And then the other side you can see all of P-Town lit up and, and just enjoy the boats and, 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 and everything that's happening. And, and well, it's going to be a really fun time. I hear there are um, some interesting now, nightclubs in said town. Yes, yeah, there are nightclubs in now, town, but we're also going to have our own dances. Um, we're having an 80s wait. dance on Friday night and a Siemens ball on Saturday night. Well, now, wait a minute. Now, I mean, okay, so you've got the entertainment down, but this is, is this, this is a, what's the theme of the show, aside from 21 Plus? Is this a sci-fi? Is this an anime? It's everything you want it to be. It, it starts out as an anime convention, because most of us that are running it were also are also working for Anime Boston yep. and other anime conventions around the, the Northeast Corridor here. Um, so it starts out as an anime convention, but it, it will also include all of our favorite things that we like about basically pop culture. I mean, we've got a whole contingent of, um, of uh, steampunk people coming in. We've got uh, people coming in who are just plain science fiction fans. We've got people who um, are Doctor Who and Star Trek fans. Um, it's, it really is. It's going to be a conglomeration of all the things that just make a fan as nerdy and geeky and, and fun as they can be and uh, have a place where they can get their freak on and not worry about what other people are thinking about them. And finally, uh, we do have a What Happens in P-Town Stays in P-Town as our secondary motto. Our primary motto being, number one, the rules are have fun, and number two, don't be stupid. <laughs> that gets harder the more alcohol <laughs> so, gets involved. So you, you guys are saying this is cool shit you like. Yes. That's kind of what we do. <laughs> and it's so like you can talk about... Like, you know, if you, if you, there's something that you may not be able to discuss because, oh, there's somebody in the room that is too young to understand or, you know, like oriental rope tying or something like that, but you have an interest in it, you can certainly come down and, and talk about it because that's what's interesting to you. You might find other people who find that interesting as well or would like to learn more about it. Zombrain and I are in. <laughs> <laughs> So, are you coming to the Dirty Old Ladies League um, panel, or are you going to go to the Manly Man panel? Oh, yes. We, we may have to divide <laughs> and conquer. Divide and conquer. <laughs> so talk and then, to uh, me. And then we're also going to have some fun things. It's going to be a riff track of Santa Claus and the Ice Cream Bunny, which we're going to be showing one night, um, which I was told I've never seen it after watching the happy Titanic mouse movie in the middle of the woods with lots of alcohol involved. I I fear for my life going to see this. <laughs> oh no, it will grass? be lots of fun. I am sure. I'm sure I won't get the thongs on my head. <laughs> um, there's also, um, you know, the main reason that we're having a 21 plus is because this particular uh, place has. We're going to have a whole con suite that is basically based around a very large bar area. So the best part about the convention is, is you can get your drink. You can walk down the hallway and meet up with some people who are talking about uh, the best uh, the best episode of Big Bang Theory and 
You can walk in the other direction down the hallway and meet up with some people who want to argue with you about which one of the Star Trek episodes um, uh, ships could could beat a, a Star Wars um, Imperial fighter. Any and of then them? you can uh, please, and then you can head on over to the uh, to the um, d- dealer's room, which we're actually calling the um, the artist's colony because we're not going to accept just dealers. You can't buy anything at Nauticon that you could find at a store. We're concentrating on creators, artists, and um, people who are who have done something that really is outstanding in the fields of art, writing, or uh, publication, something that just really is different. And, um, and our best, the best thing that I can say is, is that uh, to thank, since this is our first year con, to thank the people who want to take a risk on being in our artist alley, um, all the tables are being offered at no charge this year. Woo. Wow. We're in. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we do have a really great artist on staff right now. Uh, if you visit our website, which is nnauticon, with that S, N-A-U-T-I-C-O-N, com, you'll notice our, uh, our mascot, which um, is um, Captain Morgan and Sailor Jack Daniels. <laughs> we have a pretty and good staff artist ourselves. Captain Morgan in our world is a female who, who uh, uh, remind, will remind you a lot of a 1950s pinup girl. Um, and it also only, kind of feeds into that whole piece of she's got a little captain in her. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> yep. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Somebody and, had to say it. And you did, sweetheart. You did. <laughs> So it's it's one of those uh, you know it's just gonna be fun you know I think it's one of those those gatherings of fandom that in the future people will say oh I was there and we will say no you weren't we know everybody who was there <laughs> both of them we know everybody who was there <laughs> it's it's going to be you know it's going to be one of those things where uh, I I really have a feeling it could go down in history. Now, this could be a good thing or a bad thing, but you know, I think... History or ignominy, one or the other, yes. Yes. Certainly, P-Town's not part of the U.S. anymore. <laughs> wow. Well, oh, so P-Town is, nice too. about P-Town is that if you do decide you would like to show up in costume or cosplay, you can walk down their main street and no one will bat an eyelash, except for the tourists. But the, the, the today we like, oh my god, that's so awesome! Where did you get that outfit from? That's incredible! You know, how, did you make that yourself? Show me how! You know, people are very, very friendly. You know, whereas you walk in the city, if you're going to a main con, you might get people like, oh, the, the crazy people are in town. Ooh, you know, what the heck's going on? You know, it, yeah, these are the same people that paint themselves red, white, and blue and go to games that are 19 degrees below zero. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but we're the now, this crazy is still ones. The off season, what? right? That said, yes, this is still the off-season, so the prices on our rooms are incredible. We have $69 a night rooms in Provincetown. Wow. That's really good, actually. And that includes breakfast on Saturday morning and Sunday morning. Um, 
the convention itself, we're charging uh, $45 to attend for the weekend. But um, don't beware the Ides of March because our price goes up by $10 on the Ides of March, March 15th, to 55 And worse than that, worse than the Ides of March is obviously tax day, April 15th, when our price goes up to $65. <laughs> So if you're interested in attending, I would say get your registration in now because we will not be taking memberships at the door. Um, it's it's a 21-plus convention. We'll be IDing people, and we want the people who are there to, you know, feel comfortable being there, know that they are there among friends, fans, and people like them. No mundanes. <laughs> so talk to me about a group that I'm a particular fan of, the Wandering Legion of the Thomas Two. Oh, right. Well, yeah. they're, they're one of our special guests this year. They are. A guest of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. We're to do the guest of honors. Uh, we're doing things a little bit differently. You know, our, everything's awesome. <laughs> Someday we hope to be a guest of awesome there. <laughs> that would be fabulous. <laughs> well, maybe one day when you've won a, a Hugo Award. Oh, yeah. my. Yes. Oh my. You know, you are eligible this year. You're eligible for nomination for a Hugo Award. Were you aware of that? No, totally not. Yeah, you, would be, you would be nominated in a field called the Best Related Work, which is an award related in, in a, to work related to the field of science fiction, fantasy, or fandom. And uh, just so happens that Pam and I are eligible to nominate you. <gasps> oh! <laughs> I'm sorry. Are, are, did you just say you're eligible to nominate Sci-Fi Saturday Night for a Hugo? Yes, yes we are. We are. I, I love you both, and I want to have your baby. <laughs> How do you feel about chocolate? Lots and lots of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Fire up the ovens. I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I will be speaking yeah, Pam, with... Pam and I are also Worldcon fanatics. We love science fiction and everything that has anything to do with science fiction. And we love anime and anything that has to do with anime. You combine those two things, Pam and I are in heaven. <laughs> yeah. And I, I got to attend my first Worldcon in Reno, Nevada last year, and it was very fun. And um, we're oh, actually... Yeah, tell, her, tell them who you got to dance with, Pam. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I can't remember his first initial, but he did this little thing that's on HBO called Throne of Swords. Uh, he was like the actual author. He's... You know, kind of. She got to dance with George R. R. Martin. Okay, she comes over. Oh my God, the man who will never be on our show. Yeah, we, we've insulted him one too many George times. George R. R. Martin comes over to Pam and asks her to dance. She is out there in her beautiful, beautiful outfit dancing with him. She comes over to me. She goes, "I danced with that man. It was really fun." And I said, "Which man?" He goes, "She goes, the one that's dressed like a sailor." <laughs> He's dancing with George R. R. Martin. It, it's better when you don't know who they are at the time. It's better. It's a guest of honor. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was yeah, thinking of a ball. It's very strange. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only single girl there, I think. <laughs> no, I don't think that's true, but you sure were hot in your outfit, so. 
that and your river song outfit. Those were the two big, big deals of that weekend. Yes. (laughs) And then, of course, we were were there. Yeah, we're working on on, um, the the Chicago convention, which is the next Worldcon in Chicago this coming um, Labor Day weekend. And then uh, the following one is uh, and is the one that's held in um, Texas called uh, Lone Star Con. Yeah, in San Antonio. San Antonio. And then we hope to be to the one in London in 2014. Yep. And then finally, in 2015... <laughs> Go ahead, Pam. Okay, well, we, we are a part of the big committee to bring a World Con to Orlando. And in particular, um, Walt Disney World, Orlando. Wow. So we are, um, a world con, the way I like to picture it is, it's kind of like the Olympics where you, the big cities have to go out and showboat their cities and say, come to us, we're great, this is what we're offering, um, years before the con happens, because the memberships vote on the site. So it's not like, oh, yeah, we're all going to go. You actually have to compete for it. And we are competing right now. Can I say this one more time? I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, come to Texas and vote for us. Come to Texas. (laughs) The vote will happen in Texas. But right now we are. Well, not in Texas. Texas. You can actually vote um, as a, a supporting member. So you don't have to come to Texas to vote for our Orlando in 2015 did. Um, and we're um, competing against another city, obviously, Spokane, Washington. And you got it in the bag. Right, so. <laughs> Lovely place, yes. Um, I can just see all of the science fiction fans in the world um, enjoying... Kayaking. Kayaking. <laughs> Whereas ours is actually on Disney World property. Yeah, yeah that, that was so totally <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, so hey, I want yeah, to something. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you guys that. are thinking, you know, Disney World. Science fiction. No, nah, it just makes no sense at just all. Just redo the whole Japanese none, none, pavilion none, none, and anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> And then a world con in Disney World? Oh my god. Who thought of that idea? Yeah, really. Um, Really? I mean, you know, somebody was smoking something and said, wow, that'd be good. That's how the best things happen. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, Naughty Con or, um, or the Orlando bit, uh, we will be having a fan table at Boscone coming up um, the weekend of the 17th of February. So people can stop by, say hi, ask questions, register if they like to, because we will be taking some registrations for NaughtyCon, or donate towards the Orlando cause. Um, We've got lovely little ribbons that we can give out to people, and we have candy. Come get candy. Candy's good. Lots and lots of candy. Too much candy. (laughs) Please come get our candy. I will have to eat it otherwise. Oh, yes. Don't make me eat any more Swedish fish. I can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it just Swedish fish, or is it Swedish fish soaked in French kiss? Oh. I love Swedish fish. Mm. I heard there's a Swedish fish vodka. i got to find that. <laughs> well, here's, here's what you do. You take Swedish fish, yeah. you put them in a bottle of vodka, you find that, and then Sam. you wait. Hey, they, have, they have bacon vodka. Absolutely. 
bacon vodka? There's nothing better. Wait, Illustrator X didn't tell you about the time we made Skittles vodka? Oh. Oh. I believe Pam was here. Pam, wait, I, Pam, I believe you were at that party. That was one of the Halloween I probably bashes. Drank it. Yeah, I probably drank it. <laughs> awesome. Oh, Not a con. And yet you came back on the show. <laughs> oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. It was tasty. I think Pam's known you a lot longer than a lot of other people have known you. And she still comes back for more. I don't know. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Well, I, what, what, what can I say? Uh, Illustrator X marks the spot. Mm. Oh, oh Illustrator X. Do we need to have a talk about being creepy? <laughs> yes, you'll you. notice that I'm staying the hell out of this one. Good job, Dome. Oh, you, you get a to cookie. Say that. So anyway, Pam and I just want to say one last plug for Nauticons. So come to our come to our convention. It's May eighteenth, nineteenth, and twentieth. It's in Provincetown. Um, you can register at nauticons.com. And we will post and, those uh, links on our website as well as the Facebook page, as well as what events are going to be there, panels as those continue to grow who's going to be in the artist colony, other guests that are going on, and everything that you need to know, including some incredibly cool graphics on the site as well. Yes, Bettina did such a wonderful job. She did a beautiful <laughs> yeah. job with it. Yep, she's, an, she's a true artist and a fun, fun person. You should see some of the other stuff she's come up with. It'll be in our, in our, uh, in our booklet. I'm hoping it's um, dirty. Yes, okay, it Pam. is. It's filthy. <laughs> <laughs> poor Jack. That's all I can say. Poor Jack. Pam? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Tell the James Hong story. James <laughs> Hong story. Uh, all I remember is, I think, six maybe scorpion bowls. Uh, two that went down my chest. A dollar bill that was thrust down my chest by him. Then he told me to keep the dollar, and he was going to keep the bank as he grabbed my chest. Uh, <laughs> and uh, no, they want to. They want to know about after all of that, where we went following that. On the way back, I led him down the road of ruin and took him to um, amazing superstore. Oh lord! It's open twenty-four hours. Downtown Boston, Downtown one of the Boston most the amazing. Porn shops you've ever been in. <laughs> <laughs> and the first thing Pam says to me is, I think if we go downstairs, we'll find the gay male porn. I'll take you down there and show you. And Mr. Hong, God bless him, stayed upstairs and played with the dildo. <laughs> and on that yeah, note, Illustrator X, take us. Before things get libelous, it's the coming up calendar. Next week, speaking of anime and all that, it's an anime invasion as Jeff Page brings the Queen City Kamikaze Con to New Hampshire. Then on February 18th, we wrap with Cap, the Comic Archive Project President Megan Higgins on their efforts to save original Golden Age comic art. And on February 25th, 
giant robots. Frankie B. Washington returns with the latest on robot god Akamatsu. Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of the Boston Comic Con and of Comic Art House, your one and only source for original comic artwork. Visit Bob and Kim at ComicArtHouse.com for the best deals on original art from dozens of your favorite artists. Tonight's outro music provided by The Traffic Lights. Pick up their CD, Hold a Folk, at RobWattsOnline.com. Dome? Oh, Pam and Mary are coming back. We're making sure of that one. <laughs> Thank you, ladies, for a wonderful, wonderful evening. From the Revere Time Vortex, the sweetheart of the soundboard, Kriana and Grammar Girl, Zombrarian. Thank you, ladies. Pack your knives and go. From the Four Color Vault of Comics, <laughs> Illustrator X and the Dead Redhead, take a deep breath and make it happen. Make a lick a high, make a honey hole. Six more weeks of winter, he saw his shadow. This is the dome saying, Genie, shared pain is lessened, shared joy is increased. Thus do we all refute entropy. Good night, everybody. I know.